Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments with us as we take a look at the book. I hold in my hand a five-hour audio series on CD of my Walk Through Revelation. It is a study of one of the most exciting books in God's Word. This prophetic five-part audio series includes a prelude to the tribulation, program of the tribulation, and the postlude of the tribulation as well. We want to take a few moments now to listen to the second of this five-part series on Revelation entitled, Program of the Tribulation, Part 1. This will talk about what God is going to allow to happen during the tribulation period, a time yet future, a time of judgment, especially for the Jewish people that remain here on the earth after the rapture of the church. After we listen to a portion of this study, I'll tell you how you can get your copy, the entire five-part audio series on the walkthrough revelation. But right now, let's listen to the study. In chapter 4, Jesus Christ descends out of the heavenlies. The archangels shout, Should be God's sons. We're cut out to meet them in the air. That's called the rapture of the church. In chapter 5, a great choir of angels singing, Worthy is the Lamb. Chapter 5, verse 12 to be exact. In chapter 6, the beginning of three sets of seven judgments. There will be seven seal judgments. We'll look at them this morning. Seven trumpet judgments and seven vile judgments. In the first three and a half years of the tribulation period, these seven seal judgments take place. Also in the first three and a half years, there'll be two witnesses that'll preach and 144,000 Jews will be born again. That's 12,000 of the 12 tribes of Israel. Now that's where we're going to go to this morning. So let me just go now to the book and I've shown you in the walkthrough how we're coming to that position. Go first to chapter 11. And let me show you the items that I have just mentioned that take place in the first three and a half years. See, I told you the book of Revelation does not unfold chronologically. The first thing, well, almost synonymous with the beginning of the seven sealed judgments, but the first thing basically that's going to start is going to be the two witnesses, chapter 11 and verse 3. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. Now notice the time that they're going to be witnessing. The time, 1260 days. That is equivalent to three and a half years as we study through the book of Revelation. But wait a minute, that's not the amount of time if you took three and a half years with 365 days in them. This is only three and a half years of years that have 360 days in them, which is the lunar year, which is the Jewish year. Because Jewish years have 12 months of 30 days per month, 360 days. Thus, another evidence that the church is not going to be in the tribulation period. So now these two witnesses, they are going to prophesy or they are going to preach, it says here, for these three and a half years clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of this earth. If any man shall hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. Now that's pretty powerful. These two will be stationed in the city of Jerusalem. 
They will be the witnesses to the world. And they will have the capability of stopping anybody who comes to harm them by fire proceeding out of their mouth. That's not all they're going to be able to do. They'll also look at the last part of verse 5. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Somebody tries to shoot them. Well, somehow the bullet will ricochet off and it'll kill those attackers. Or they try to stab them, they'll miss and stab themselves and kill themselves. Uh, whatever the method to try to kill these two witnesses, the attackers will be killed by that same method. Verse 6, these have the power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy. They can just look to the heavens and stop it from raining. No more rain for this three and a half years. And the judgments will be upon the face of the earth. Verse 6 also, the last part, and they will have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. These will be powerful witnesses. They will not be intimidated by this world. Two witnesses preaching for three and a half years, 1260 days, able to protect themselves, able to call fire out of heaven, able to turn the waters into blood, able to stop it from raining for that entire period. Now, when they have finished their ministry, verse 7, finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. That would be the Antichrist who will come and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which was spiritually called Sodom in Egypt, where our Lord was crucified. This is going to be the city of Jerusalem. They're going to lay in the city of Jerusalem for three and a half days. And during that time, it's going to be party time. Everybody's going to send each other a gift because these two witnesses are dead. All right, let's go to the dead party. Oh, I've been to parties that were dead, but uh, not a dead party. You think I'm making it up. Keep reading. Verse 8. And their dead bodies shall lay in the street of that great city, Jerusalem, where our Lord was crucified. Verse 9. And they of the people and the kindred and the tongues of nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half. By the way, that could not have happened. Everybody on earth, all the earth dwellers, see the dead bodies land for three and a half days. It was just in recent years that that capability was put in place. The satellite television. You can stand in Jerusalem. I am a journalist that have lived in have has lived in Jerusalem for the last 12 years. I know I can stand there, get in front of a camera. It'll be shot to the satellite, cast down all over the world, and you can see instantaneously what's going on. For three and a half days, they'll lay in the streets of Jerusalem. All the world will see their dead bodies. Last part of verse 9. And they shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another. Because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt upon the earth. And so these two witnesses laying in the streets of Jerusalem, the world rejoices. These that were able to do all of those things we've already talked about in previous verses here are going to be dead, and the world rejoices. They have parties, they send gifts, etc. Verse 11, And after three days and a half, the Spirit of life from God entered into them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. And they heard a, a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither! You know, I think that may be the shout that Jesus makes. You notice that's what called John into the heavenlies? Come up hither! And now it's calling these two witnesses into the heavens. Come up hither. Well, I'm waiting to hear that, aren't you? 
I wish it would happen right now. And uh, they ascend into heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And so the two witnesses that will preach. Now, there are all types of theories as to who the two witnesses are. Just get your pens out. I'm going to give you the exact name of the two witnesses because I know. The exact name. The first one is Elijah, and we know that is beyond any shadow of a doubt. Second Kings chapter 2, Elijah was on the eastern shore of the Jordan River. A chariot of fire came alongside, and a whirlwind took Elijah to heaven. He never has died. He was translated immediately into the heavens. Go to Malachi chapter 4. That's the last book of the Old Testament, just before Matthew, Malachi chapter 4. This is a prophecy, the last words of, the, of God before the 400 years of silence in between the Old and the New Testament. In chapter 4, verse 5, Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. The great and dreadful day of the Lord would be the return of Jesus Christ in the battle of Armageddon. Verse 6, And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Elijah has to come before Jesus Christ comes back. So Elijah will be one of those prophets. One of those two witnesses that will preach from Jerusalem. Thank you for taking a few moments to join us here on A Look at the Book. We have just been listening to part two of the five-part audio series entitled Walk Through Revelation. It is a chronological study of the book of Revelation. You cannot study the book of Revelation numerically, chapters 1 through 22, and really understand it. That's why I have put together this five-part series. It's an audio series on CD entitled Walk Through Revelation. If you'd like to get your copy of this prophetic five-part audio series, you can call our toll-free number. It's 8-PROPHECY-8-877-674-3298. I'll have somebody standing by to tell you how you can get your copy of Walk Through Revelation, a prophetic five-part audio series on CD. That number, once again, 8-PROPHECY-8, that's 877-674-3298. It's toll-free from all across America. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I want to thank you for taking time to listen to a look at the book and want to remind you that Jesus Christ is coming, and it could be today. So let's keep looking up until...